0: And welcome to Right to Life of Michigan's Life Beat podcast. Thank you for joining us this morning. I have Grace here with me as well. Hello, Grace. Hello. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Finally. Today we're gonna to be giving some general updates. We have a few different updates on the reproductive health package of bills that are in the House and the Senate in Michigan. We've had some movement on them this week, so we're gonna be giving a summary of those. We're also going to be discussing our March because we are approaching it very quickly, November 8. Still planning things, still trying to get things in order, but we're super excited. We're also going to be ending the podcast by discussing, surprisingly, Britney Spears. Some of you may have heard what was released this week from her book, but we're going to be discussing some things about her as well. First, we're going to start with the update on the Reproductive Health Act. On Tuesday, the Senate committee voted, I believe the vote was eight to three along party lines and they voted to put through all of the bills in RHA except for there was a few that they didn't. I believe it was partial birth abortion and taxpayers paying for elective abortions. So those were not included in the Senate committee vote. then yesterday, because that vote went through, it passed. The Senate had floor votes with testimonies that also went through 20 to 18 along party lines. Fortunately, we were able to testify. We, meaning our legislative director Genevieve Marnin, was able to provide testimony last week during the Senate committee hearing which we're very thankful that she was there. She's great and she follows all of this and uh, was very prepared and gave a great testimony. Yeah, we had pro-life OBGYNs
1: giving testimony as well, which just super important to be able to answer questions. Political rhetoric and the messaging often gets in the way, especially from pro-abort side who really are not approaching this from a true standpoint of women's health. We know this because so many of the bills in the RHA package are detrimental to women's health and would not protect women in the least.
0: Maybe it's very clear to us what's going on here, but there was also other OBGYNs that were giving testimony on behalf of the Reproductive Health Act. You could probably guess that these OBGYNs Work for Planned Parenthood so when you ask yourself why they support this when it's so harmful to women there's your answer right there and on the flip side the OBGYNs who were you know having a voice for women and and standing up for them and against the Reproductive Health Act have no stake in in this they don't they aren't making money if this doesn't go through they're just there because they care about women and children so maybe to us it's very obvious uh, that there's a lot of bias there in their testimony i thought that was a little interesting side bit
1: Yeah, when there's a financial stake it's pretty easy to give testimony for something that will
0: pay you more money correct anyway like we said the senate committee voted on that on tuesday this week it went through yesterday the senate had their floor votes it also unfortunately went through so now what will happen is this package of bills will go back to the house where they will vote on it we've talked about this before on the podcast and have been updating all of our channels of communication there was a package the rha package That has been stalled in the House because it included taxpayers paying for elective abortions. And there was a representative that was not a fan of that and a couple other aspects of the package of bills. They were also not willing to vote for. And so I guess we will have to find out if by taking out having taxpayers pay for elective abortions, if that will make them vote for this. They are a Democrat, and so they are going against their party, which is very interesting and amazing, if you ask me, that they're sticking up for the people in their district who said, I'm not paying for people's abortions. But now that that has been taken out of the Senate, bill and is going to them now to vote for I guess we will have to see if that is enough it's very interesting to it's always
1: good to see when a politician goes against party lines because they have principles and because they're actually representing the people in their district and these these bills are not popular we have polling that indicates they are not popular bills.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I know ninety-five or ninety-three percent.
1: Do we have that polling here?
0: Yes, we do. Marketing Resource Group released new polling. I believe last week they released this new polling that says ninety-five percent of Michigan voters support abortion clinic health and safety regulations. The marketing research group had also done this polling back in May, asking the same questions about, do you support abortion clinic regulations? And that was at a 90%, yes, I do. Now it's at a 95%, which just goes to show that almost everyone in this polling group supports abortion clinic regulations. The polling also showed that 72% of Michigan voters want to keep informed consent, including the 24-hour waiting period, intact. They want to keep it a part of Michigan's law. And to also show, this question was also asked back in May, and it was at a 63%. Now it's at a 72% support informed consent. I think it just goes to show that these legislators who introduced this bill and that are supporting it are not listening to the people of their district they're they're not listening to the people that voted them in and it's going to be interesting to see how elections go when people realize that they're not actually their voice when it comes to introducing laws and passing laws they're kind of there for their own benefit it seems like in this moment i wonder if that increase in popularity
1: for these laws is due to just general education as it becomes a hotter p- topic in the media if people just become aware of it more from May when you see the slightly less right
0: yeah i i wonder that too um we have been discussing it quite often just in the public sphere and in our communications i think when you hear abortion clinic regulations and and safety regulations any normal person would say, well, yeah, any, any doctor's office or clinic or um, outpatient facility is regulated. Why would you not? It's common sense. It's right. Not- That's what I'm saying. It doesn't need a whole lot of education around it. It's pretty common sense okay. right. to feel that way about it. If you're going to
1: have surgery somewhere, you would like the hallways to be wide enough for a gurney to get to you Correct. in case of problems.
0: Correct. Correct. What I think is interesting, and I saw this, I believe I saw it in a news article. This reporter was making the assumption that majority of people voted for Proposal 3 back in November. And they probably felt, okay, I'd, I do want some form of abortion in Michigan. I do want it to be legal at in some form, so I'm gonna vote for this. And then they probably assumed that that took care of all the issues with it, and that they did their part, they voted for it, now I don't need to worry about it anymore. But then you have our legislators who keep bringing it up, bringing it up when maybe that's making people frustrated. The reporter made this assumption that people are getting frustrated because they already did their part by voting for it in November. So why are we why do we keep talking about it when there's so many other issues that you could be putting this much effort in?
1: Sure. Yeah. And the legislators keep drawing attention to the extreme things that Proposal 3 does that they were trying to cover up during the election season last year. I know, I mean, I personally have friends who voted for Proposal 3 because they thought that if they didn't, they wouldn't be have be able to have access to birth control. And I know that's not one of our issues necessarily, but that just goes to show how popular the media lie and coverage was. Mm-hmm. But now with all of the legislators trying to pass these laws, repeal these laws under Proposal 3, they're just really drawing attention to the crazy, unsafe things that Proposal 3 would legalize.
0: Most of their messaging around the reproductive health act is that it will create more access to abortion for women. When none of these laws that we currently have in place that are they that they are trying to repeal diminishes access whatsoever. Informed consent, you can still have an abortion, having clean facilities, having clean abortion facilities. I'm not sure how that would limit their access. Especially when there was a time in Michigan where we didn't have regulations on abortion facilities. And there wasn't any facilities in the North, which is where they're saying, oh, there's no access there to women because of these regulations. It's too expensive to open these facilities because of the regulations. And that's why women in rural Michigan don't have access but there was no facilities in those areas when there wasn't regulation. So I think if you take a closer look, and that's really our goal, is to educate people, you'll see that this doesn't limit access, it's just making it so they have more of a profit, unfortunately. Yeah,
1: obviously, here at Rights Life, we don't want people to choose abortion. We want people to choose life, but in Michigan, there is a choice and if women are going to make that choice they should have the, they have the right to know what choice they're making and that's what informed consent is about why repeal that why what keep are you trying women... to cover up here exactly why keep women from knowing what their procedures going to include and involve it just doesn't make much sense unless you're trying
0: to profit more correct so We will have more updates to come as this package of bills makes its way to the Michigan House. Most likely will be a vote on that unless we have some more courageous representatives that will say, no, this is not what my district wants or needs. So we'll keep you updated on what happens with that and if there's any movement. Moving on, we also wanted to talk about the Michigan March for Life that is happening on November 8. We are so excited to see you all there. Hopefully see you all there. It starts at 11 a.m. is the rally, and then we start the official march to the Capitol at noon so if you want more information about that we have some really amazing speakers that are going to be there if you want more information on who's going to be there and what time i would suggest that you check out our website rtl.org events or it's right on our homepage. there's a whole banner dedicated to the michigan march for life I would suggest that if you're going to come that you register just so we know how many people are gonna be there and we can be prepared for the amount of people. I would also suggest that you sign up for a local bus. We are so thankful that we have so many buses that are able to make the trip to Lansing. We have an amazing network of Right to Life affiliates who have organized these buses all across Michigan. We have a list of the buses And you can see if there's one leaving in your area and they'll take you there and they'll take you home and it is super easy but i would suggest that you look into the buses because if you've ever been to lansing you would know that there's no parking for the public and whatever parking is there will probably be taken so i would suggest that you kind of think a little bit ahead try to find a bus in your area or carpool or carpool
1: yes there is limited parking so come come in one car
0: yes but we want you there that's why we're telling you this super important that you are there if you could you know start planning ahead and look into it that would make it much easier for you (laughs) anything else on the march i don't think so okay Our last topic of the day is Britney Spears. So
1: she was in the news just recently. She came out with a new biography. She has a book. And People Magazine ran a bit on this, in which she states that she had an abortion and was pressured into it by her then-boyfriend, Justin Timberlake. And this is so interesting to us. We know from our statistics that we've gathered and other pro-life organizations have gathered that so many women feel pressure to abort just from family, from the father of the baby, from their situation, and may not be aware of the resources around them. And I just think it's so crazy coming from a multimillionaire, high profile celebrity with all the resources in the world to Mm -hmm. take care of a baby.
0: I think it goes to show that, yes, we have amazing resources for women to give them support and let them know that there's people there for them. But at the end of the day, if the, if the boyfriend or the husband or the man doesn't want to be a part of it, that's going to put some internal pressure on the woman to say, well, maybe I shouldn't go through with this. It
1: dramatically affects the woman's yes. choice, whatever the man says in a pregnancy decision.
0: Because she could have gone off, had the baby on her own, would not have struggled financially, but she wouldn't have had the support of a man helping her take care of this child. And she, in her her book, she explains that he didn't want to be a dad yet. And he told her that. So I think it, it goes to show that having a dedicated man, a strong man to say, I will be there for you no matter what, we'll get through this, is huge. It's huge. So what what do we do with that? It seems
1: so unempowering mm-hmm. of her boyfriend, <laughs> this also high-profile celebrity, yep. to tell her that he's not ready to support her in this decision. And to put pressure on her to make a decision that maybe she
0: wouldn't have made. Well, she said that she wouldn't have made this decision. She said, if it was up to me, I would have continued the pregnancy and been so excited and happy, and I wanted to be a mom. In a Hollywood
1: and music industry culture that really prioritizes women and feminist rhetoric, This seems like it is exactly the opposite of all of that. Mm -hmm. This was not helpful to Britney Spears as a woman.
0: No. And she goes on to explain how it broke her as a person. After this news came out, a lot of people were kind of connecting the dots of, I guess if you know Britney Spears and her life, you would know that uh, she's had some rocky moments. And a lot of her songs, you can kind of see maybe she's talking about the abortion and she's talking about the baby that she doesn't have anymore. Yeah, it's going to come out somehow. That's right. abortion is a real
1: trauma mm-hmm. that women undergo, especially if there's pressure to do it. It's, it's an abortion that you wouldn't have chosen. There, there is deep hurt there. Mm-hmm. And, for, and you can
0: definitely see that in her life.
1: Oh, certainly. Yes. there There's a lot of unresolved pain that she is clearly displaying very publicly, yes. which is very tragic. But It's very tragic. I think it's just a massive PSA to everybody in the pro-life movement. And not just in the pro-life mu- movement, everybody in Hollywood, in the music industry, everyone that Britney Spears' platform touches, which is many, many people. You need to be there if you're a man. You need to be there for your girlfriend, for your wife, for anybody you have a baby with because your influence is going to empower her to make whatever decision it is she wants to make if you really want to empower women if you really truly believe that the decision is hers be there to support her and this baby that you've made together
0: mm-hmm. and i always thought when i would see movies that would have a scene similar to this, of a, of a girl and a guy discussing what they're going to do, and the guy always says, I'll support you no matter what you decide. And I always thought, what a strange thing to say, because you're putting it in her mind that you would support her if she got an abortion. Putting it in her mind that that's an option that you want her to consider.
1: Well, that language, I'll support you, whatever you decide, that is... Putting it all on her. You're dodging your responsibility there. This is not just her baby. She might be the one who's pregnant, but you're the father. You have a responsibility.
0: Yeah. I always thought that was very strange language to even put the thought of, you have to make this decision, and I hope you make the correct one because you can kind of tell what I want you to do. But I don't know, I just, why even put that in her mind? Why not just say, okay, we're we're gonna have a baby, great. Right, and if
1: you legitimately are not prepared to have and provide for a child, you can adopt, you can put the baby up for adoption. You don't have to keep it. There are safe haven baby boxes in almost every state. If yeah. you don't have the resources, That does not mean that your only option is an abortion, which ends the life of your baby.
0: You can give the baby away and give it a different life. That's okay. Or you can reach out to the people in your life or the resources within your community. I don't know. It's hard because we're talking about Renee Spears and Justin Timberlake. Who
1: clearly had the resources. And you know that
0: they don't need diapers from their local pregnancy resource center. You know that that wasn't the issue that he is saying, I, I can't support you. His issue was, I don't want to be a dad yet. But he is a dad. He became a dad eventually. So I, there's not... This is obviously a, a different situation. But I'm sure there are people out there who have all the resources in the world and still don't want to be a parent. Don't want the responsibility. So I do think this speaks to maybe the general public or what some people go through. I think for
1: celebrities, when you spend so much of your life in a world that's very focused on you and your work, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to fall into this trap of maybe careless selfishness. It's just the world you live in. It revolves around you. Maybe you didn't even ask for that. But it doesn't. But it does. The world yeah. really does not revolve around you. Especially well, they when you it does. have yeah. a baby like that. I mean, Justin Timberlake, his world expanded the day that Britney Spears got pregnant. That was his child. Mm-hmm. And he didn't open himself up to that. He kept his world just around him. And because of that, Britney Spears made a, a very tragic decision that has clearly hurt her
0: mm-hmm. and ended
1: the life of her baby. I think it just goes to show the critical importance of being there to support the people around you and having a mindset that is not focused on yourself. You're there to serve other people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more than you in your life. We all have families. We can take care of each other.
0: Right. That's a hard thing for some people to come to terms with, that you can't be selfish and have a very convenient life especially in america especially for celebrities correct well i think that on that note that's all we have for this week stay tuned for next week we're going to be having a faith feature with ken and a local pastor and we are very excited to hear who he brings into our podcast Um, so stay tuned for that next friday other than that thank you for listening and we hope that you have a wonderful weekend